Hello, fiends, Bjors, Bjors and fiends, how are you getting on? Fiends, Bjors, Fjors and beans, whatever you want to call yourself, hope you're having a good time, hope you're settling down now, with a nice glass of milk, some sausages inside and a piece of bread, with some ketchup, whatever type of sausages that you eat, maybe you eat vegan sausages, I've never had them, I've had Linda McCartney's, they're nice. And so are chicken sausages. Although I don't like the idea of making chicken into a sausage. I don't want to know what the process is there. Because you can see that a pig looks like a sausage already. You know? you can. Ima- it's logical that a sausage comes from a pig. He's got big sausage looking skin. He's got a snout. Whereas a chicken... I don't know. I don't see any sausage on him. No sausage on a chicken. No sausage on any bird. I mean, would you eat crow sausages? Blue tit sausages? Maybe you would. Maybe you're kind of perverted like that. But are you struggling in this modern uh, 2020? The year of the of the great pandemic. 2020, the year of the quar. 2020 vision. I uh, used to have perfect vision. My eyesight is declining, I think, at a rapid rate, probably from staring at screens all day long. I used to show off. I used to be proud. I used to be, you know, like this, like God said, pride comes before fall. That's what happened to me with regards to my eyesight. I used to be able to spot, you know, a, a cow in a distant field. I'd say, yeah. She's uh, breastfeeding. Now I can't even see the the time that the Lewis is coming. You know? I'm like, oh, I only have to wait four minutes. And uh, I get a bit closer. And there I am, waiting another 26 minutes. It's embarrassing. I used to show off in front of my friends. I used to get them to read things and signs and, uh, you know, menus. And uh, they couldn't read them because they were too far away. And I used to have perfect vision. I could see them like that. But now it's declining, you know. I have perfect vision uh, ever since I was born. Well, not when I was born. Because I think babies are blind. It's either that or puppies. But who knows? That's one question science can't answer. I, I think. Are babies blind? Um, but I've been having a little struggle this week. Nothing too major. Mentally speaking let's say haven't been tip top uh, I think it's anxiety the old anxiety issues rearing its fucking head again making my heart pump like Woody Woodpecker and uh, well I haven't really been getting the heart pumping it's been more of a low level low level hum like a vroom in the background of my mind that there's, there's some sort of anxiety happening like a calm before the storm and uh, I was thinking, you know, like, got to the point where I was thinking comedy is dead. What's the point in doing a podcast? What's the point in doing anything? What's the point in leaving the house? What's the point in washing myself? What's the point in shaving my pubic hair? You know? What's the point? Um, and 
But then I re- remembered when I had an existential crisis. I well, when I was like a twenty-three-year-old, twenty-four, twenty-five, I started getting into existentialism. Started reading books by Jean-Paul Sartre and Albert Camus. But I mean, I bought them. I didn't really read them. I read one Camus book. That's because it was only 80 pages long. The fucking Sartre books. (laughs) No, I didn't get through them. Uh, But... I I read a thing, I read like a... What's it called? Spark Notes? About one of the Camus books that I couldn't understand. Called... The Myth of Sisyphus. Now... The myth of Sisyphus. Sisyphus. He's some fucker that... uh, In Greek mythology. And... He... I think... Was caught riding a... God's wife. Greek mythology, man. They have answers to everything even though it's like 4,000 years old. You know what I mean? Like, uh... They have answers to modern day problems. Especially if your modern day issues are... Revolve around sleeping... With your parents. Because that seems to be what uh, these Greeks were mainly concerned about, especially their gods. But I was reading about this myth of Sisyphus. What happened to him? He got, you know, caught dipping the, the mick into the wife of the boss. And he got cursed. He got. He got um, cursed and he was bound by the gods to push a big massive boulder up to the top of a mountain. And every time he was just going to fucking get to the top, the, the boulder would roll down the mountain again, all the ways down. And he was cursed to do this for eternity. Which is a pretty bad curse, as curses go. You know? Um, But that's what you do. That's what happens when you try and fuck the wife of a god. You know what I mean? I mean, it's his own fucking fault, really. Everybody knows that. Gods are off limits. But, um, you know, he should have been more careful. Maybe he should have covered his tracks a bit better. Then he wouldn't have to push a boulder up a hill for eternity. But Albert Camus, one of these existentialist guys, said, Hey, you know, life is a lot like uh, Sisyphus. You know, like your job, your day-to-day struggle. It's a lot like pushing a boulder up a hill for all eternity. And when you get up to the top... Of that hill. Just when you think you've made it. What happens? Fucking boulder rolls down again. We're never truly happy. Life is a titanic struggle. But what Sisyphus. Or what fucking Camus said. That we should do. Is. Learn to love a rock. The rock. The boulder. That we're. That we're pushing. Learn to love it. Learn to become. Learn to be happy. That's what he said. Learn to be happy with your rock. Um, And it reminded me of this guy I saw down the road from me. 
He was painting one of those electricity boxes. You know those fucking green electricity boxes that be around the place? When I was a child, I used to always imagine that a man lived in there. You know, I always wanted to see inside. I was like, what's the man doing inside there? Does he ever come out of the box, the electricity box? I think I might have asked my mother about it quite a bit. She probably just told me to shut up. Shut up and watch Bosco. It's one of my earliest memories is watching Bosco and being shocked when my mother told me that there was a hand going up his or her, you know, anus. But I watched this, or I seen this fucker. He was painting the, like, he was an artist and he was painting that box, that electricity box. And he painted it in little, tiny, little multicolored squares all around the box, like art, like yellow, red, blue, green. And it was beautiful, you know? I mean, in as much as you can make an electricity box beautiful. He did. He had a good fucking shot at it, and he must. It must have taken him two fucking weeks to do it. Every day he was out there, painstakingly doing this, and he finished it. Because I used to walk past him every day, and he finished it. And I looked at it, and I was like, "Wow, that's really cool." And he must have been happy with himself because he fucked off home. The next day, walking past, what did I see drawn on it? Some graffiti of a cock and balls. The art was ruined by a cock and a ball. Penis a testicles. So I went back home, told my girlfriend she didn't care. <laughs> she said, what about paying the bills this month? How are we going to do that? I said, listen, there's a fucker outside with a... Uh, he's an electricity box, you know? I have better things to be worrying about. He's painted the whole thing and now someone's after drawing a cock and a balls on it. Came back the next day. The guy was there again. Painting over those penis and testicles with the multicolored paint. Again, painstaking. Took him a whole weekend. His whole Saturday, his whole Sunday. He did the whole thing. Again. Two days later, I'm walking past what's on it again. Another fucking cock and balls. And big grey spray paint all over. So another weekend comes. What happens? That fucker, that artist was out there again. He was out there again and he was painting over that cock and balls. Painting over it. So that's kind of like um, Sisyphus. It's never completed, but he never gets that rock up that hill. It always comes back down, you know? And so when I was thinking, because... Uh, uh, yesterday I was thinking about uh, you know not I was like fuck this fuck everything fuck the world man you know Um, but then I remembered that guy painting that box and I thought you know fucking hell you know if he can do it if Sisyphus can push push that rock up that hill for eternity I can fucking just you know start getting up in the morning and try and be productive instead of sinking into that hole that deep, dark, you know, hole of YouTube and Twitter and Reddit. So, you know, I learned a lot. Um, unfortunately, now, 
the guy the, the guy eventually did give up and now the box is just completely grey so I don't know what that means but anyway welcome to the show Shane's Brilliant Podcast Oh, it is hot today. Must be like fucking temperatures arising. Must be like Spain temperatures. And I hate the heat. I hate this. I hate it. I don't want to be complaining all the time about the summer and all that, but I just don't like... It's this this heat. There's no breeze. I need a breeze. I like a breeze. I like a cool breeze to blow upon my skin, cool me down. I hate dead heat. You know? Hate it. Get all sticky and sweaty. Shower four times. You have to shower again. You know what I mean? Go out there. Instant sweat in the pits. And, you know, I'm shaking my fist at the sun. Oh, you bastard. You fucking cunt. Fuck you, sun. The amazing power of the sun. A big ball of nuclear fusion. And gas or whatever happens who knows but it's got that ball is 87 billion miles away and it's got the power it's got the power to be able to from 87 billion miles away to be able to stick my sack to the inside of my tie you know and, and that's something we don't think about when we think about the sun among its, its many uh, great attributes it also can, you know, it also can make my 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 underpants uh, like a wet rag that you put on someone's head when they pass out. Um, but it's good. It's kind of strange that it's hot because it feels like we went from winter into summer because of this quarantine. You know, we missed spring. Spring is gone. Spring sprung and we weren't fucking there to... Uh, spring it we weren't there to watch it spring so now we're just in the fucking heat and uh, I mean there's worse things going on in the world but uh, for me heat is a terrible thing (laughs) Uh, I would prefer to die in the Antarctic Antarctica I prefer to be thrown into that desert rather than the Sahara you know I prefer to freeze to death, that's what I'm saying. Now, I was going on earlier in the introduction about how um, I haven't been feeling really great this week. Things kind of getting me down, but not in an overt way where I'm crying and drinking glass after glass of whiskey and breaking mirrors. Not like that, just sort of a kind of a fucking want a, a feeling of I, w- I need to withdraw from everything i want to just stay on my fucking phone and watch you know youtube and i mean i've been watching hundreds of beetle videos that's all i've been doing for the last two weeks because it's an escape you know it's like comfort food it's like eating ice cream for me watching beetles listening to beetles songs watching beetles fucking videos reading about the beetles i'm reading a book called tune in and it's 800 pages long, right? 800 pages long. It's a long book. And it only goes up to the release of their first single. So it's only about it's about them being teenagers. 
800 pages. No need. Don't need to know what brand of toothpaste George Harrison liked. But I'm reading it anyway. And I've been working a lot on my Beatles impressions. You know, I'm a great Beatles impressionist and I've been working hard at them. Here's my um, here's my John Lennon. <clears throat> just give me a second. You know, we was just a couple of lads messing around the guitars, you know. You know, Yoko. I love Yoko and that's it. We grew up. That's why the Beatles split up. It wasn't one, any one thing. That's my John Lennon there. And here's my Paul McCartney. Well, you know, it was just a, we were a great band. You know, that was it. You know, I wrote yesterday, I woke up, had a dream. Woke up and I said, hey, do you know this song? Turned out it wasn't any other, it was yesterday. It's my Paul McCartney. And here's my uh, Ringo Starr. This is a serious message. This is a serious message. After September 20th, I will not sign any more things. I am warning you with peace and love. That's my tree Beatles. Nobody can do George. George is impossible to do. I've tried. I've tried doing George. George. I've tried doing George. I died in 1999. I got cancer of the lung. My name is George Harrison. I like playing the sitar like an... I like playing Indian music. And I got stabbed 17 times. <laughs> See, it's hard to do, George. But uh, if, if that Ringo video, if you haven't seen that Ringo video of him going, this is, this is a serious message. Please, no, I will not sign anything. Peace and love. It's one of the greatest videos of all time. You, If you haven't seen it, you probably have seen it, but if you haven't, check that out on YouTube. It'll brighten up any time that you're feeling down. Watch Ringo going, this is a serious message. Peace and love. But that's what I've been doing, you know, and I've been wanting to escape from uh, life, I think. Want to kind of not talk to anybody, you know, being very quiet to Kira, not even talking to my cat, to Georgie, you know. She's going, hey, what the fuck is going on with you? And I'm just saying, leave me alone, Georgie. Um... So that's, you know, and I, I, I even uh, recorded a podcast yesterday, full fucking hour or something. And I put it up on the Patreon because that's what I do. I record it usually on Tuesdays and I put it up in the Patreon raw, the raw version for those people who like hearing lots of uh, bad stuff that's taken out. And, oh, when I recorded, though, I was in really bad form, really bad mood. So I said, you know what, I'll do it again. But I'm in a little bit better form. So this is what you're listening to now. But yeah, but that's what I've been doing. I've been listening, just fucking gorging myself on Beatles stuff. There's no, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. There's no fucking, I have nothing else that I can learn, but I just love it. I told this story on the weekend cast in the in the Patreon, but one of my when I was thirteen, I was lying in my bedroom in the dark for some reason, you know, as you do when you're a thirteen year old boy, <laughs> lying in the bedroom in the dark on my floor, and I was listed to RTE Radio One, and they were playing a documentary kind of thing, which just went through like the Beatles from 
Love Me Do to whatever, you know, Abbey Road. And went through, played loads of their songs. And it was my first time really getting into, you know, I I knew about the Beatles, obviously, but uh, it was my first time like really hearing them in detail, in depth. And I was lying there and the song came on called A Day in the Life, which is the final song on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And when I was lying in the dark, that song came on, right? And if you you should listen to that song because it is amazing if you haven't heard it. Um, And I was lying in the dark listening to that. And that song excited me so much because I'd never heard anything like it before. Just how cool it sounded. The fucking, there's a bit in the middle with crazy violins. And then there's a bit where the music completely changes and then it comes back to the the way it was at the start. It just fucking excited 13-year-old me so much. Because, you know, when you're at that age, anything that excites you, you know, I don't know what it's like for teenage girls, but when you're a teenage boy, anything that excites you like that, you know, what I'm trying to say is from listening to A Day in the Life by the Beatles when I was 13, I got an erection. It's, one, it's the first erection I can remember. <laughs> so then I was like, fucking hell, I got to fucking, whoa, whoa. Got to go and fucking buy that album. Shoo. Woo, woo, what was that? Woo. Woo, boy. So uh, ever since then, I've been a huge Beatles fan. And I'll take any of you motherfuckers on in a Beatles quiz. Um, so that's what I've been doing this week. Because I said I've got that whole uh, anxiety. And I, I was born with anxiety issues, you know. Uh, that's what I believe. I think that the doctor should have taken a look at me and said, fucking this guy doesn't want to be born at all. Push him back up. That's what he tried to do. <laughs> Push me back up. But even in those days, I found it too hard to fit in. And... Um, when like the anxiety that I've been kind of having recently isn't anywhere near the anxiety that uh, like it's not uh, this week even though I said it's been kind of like a down week you know I've been feeling a bit down of, of it's more subtle it's not like a, it's not like a, any particular reason you know or anything like that and it's probably just being in my own head all the time and I would put it in I wouldn't even put it in the top 500 bad mental health weeks in my life. You know what I mean? So, don't, so you know, it's not it's not that bad. I put it in the top 2000 weeks of my life. Um, but, uh, you know, I just have to change things. And uh, it's sort of like I, f- I, I can tell now when I'm going to get an anxiety attack. So I can feel it brewing. Maybe in two or three weeks I might get one unless I sort of act now. You know what I mean? I was he- I could feel that I'm heading towards that. There's two roads. There's a road of effort and getting up early and eating proper foods. And then there's the road of, um, you know, just not wanting to do anything and just staying on your phone, staying indoors, not going for any exercise. There's, th- there's two roads. One's way easier than the other one. But one leads to, you know feeling okay and the other one leads to an anxiety attack and I can tell now which road that uh, I'm about to go on Um, it's like the road from it's like when you're going from Castle Island on the old road before the bypass and you've got you can turn to Chirley 
or you can turn to Killarney. And, uh, you know, I always went to Tralee. Because that's where, <laughs> that's where I lived. Now I'll let you decide what that analogy means. Because I don't even know myself. So, um, what else have I been doing aside from watching videos of Ringo Starr on talk shows in America at the height of his alcoholism? What else have I been doing? I went for a, I went for a walk the other day and, uh, cause I'm trying to just get out of the house a bit, clear my mind. And I, there's a guy that lives on the road from me and he is a eccentric character to say the least and he loves animals man loves them and i was walking down the road the other day and i saw kids laughing at something around a corner now i'm a nosy fucker you know and it's one of my things that i try and work on personally you know not to be one of these fucking guru life coach fellas or any shit bullshit like that but it's just something that i would like to i'm nosy it's not that I'm nosy. It's just that I really want to know every inf- what's going on in your private life. <laughs> and, you know, I I like to gossip, man. I love gossip. I don't know why. I think, isn't gossip like something that yeah, is very common among humans? Like, early, it's like, a, it's an evolutionary thing. I think bonds people to talk about some other guy's stupid haircut. Or who the fuck bought it gets a new car. You got a new car again? Hmm. And he just lost his job. Hmm. <laughs> you know? Hey. Fucking number 73 didn't put out a bin again this week. What's going on there? Like? Um. And it's like. But I. Like in. I, I don't know what it's like in other countries. But in Ireland I know that. If you were telling. If you're hearing a story about somebody. Like, if, let's say some fucker called Dan Devan. Devani. All right. You're here. Hey, did you hear what happened to fucking Dan Devani? He was uh, walking around the road and blah, blah, blah. Hey, who who's Dan Devani? Oh, you know him. His sister now is that one. You know, you have to know everybody. For some reason, it's in our culture that we have to know who everybody's sister and mother is. His mother now is the one who did this. Remember, she was caught shitting into her handbag in a Denny Lane in Tralee. Remember that? Actually, there's a connection. There's a Denny Lane in Tralee. Sounds a bit like Penny Lane by the Beatles. And also Denny Lane, the guitarist in Wings. So there you go. Uh, But what I'm saying is gossip, man. It's just something that is one of my, my, I, I love hearing shit about people. And it's a fault of mine, I think, you know, but it's not really a too bad a fault. I think a lot of people like gossip, don't they? Like, I never really pass on the gossip. You know, I just like hearing it, like, oh, no, tell me, I want to know, I want to know. That's why I hate on Twitter when people subtweet, you know, subtweeting. That's where you kind of say something about somebody on Twitter, but you don't mention who they are. So you leave it like, you know, like in Facebook years ago, people used to be like saying things like, um, you know, good to know who you friends, who your friends are. Or something like that, you know what I mean? They'd just put that up. So then everyone be going, who the fuck are they talking about? 
That's what a subtweet is. I'm always like, ah, just fucking let me know who it is. And it has no, it probably has no bearing in my life whatsoever, but I just want to know. I just want to know. Um, can't really remember why I was talking about gossip. But uh, I seen this uh, thing on Twitter, actually. This girl, man, that does Irish dancing. Okay. And uh, she's American. She's African-American. And she does Irish dancing. She's after making it like going viral on TikTok. That fucking thing. But she's only like, I don't know, 15 or something, 16 or something like that. She's an African-American girl and she does Irish dancing. But she does the Irish dancing to like hip hop songs. (laughs) You can tell how up I am on modern music after spending fucking three weeks watching uh, Beatles, listening to Beatles B-sides when I call it hip hop songs. I'm sure there's another name for whatever it is. That's one thing I don't get. All genres of hip hop and like dance music especially. To me, it's just all dance music, and then someone, no, that's trip, that's trip f- f- core. Everything is core, core, core. What's this? You listen to some hardcore? No, man, I'm listening. This what hardcore? Hardcore. This is core, core. Oh yeah, what are you? Oh, and then the next week I'll be going. Hey, is that fucking? Uh, oh, you listen to core, core. Ah oh, man, are you fucking serious? This is core, 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 core. core. Everything's core. I don't even know what core is. Core is the centre of the world. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like an old man shouting at the fucking cloud like the Simpsons guy. Grandad. Oh, this girl does Irish dancing, right? And she is... I mean, she look, it looks... Like, I'll tell you about what... My, I, I know a bit about Irish dancing, right? Because I've had... Uh, or I'm Kira, my girlfriend for 11 years is used to be in Irish dancing she used to be an Irish dancer before I met her and her sister Shona is like really good at Irish dancing like she was I've been at fucking competitions man and feshes you know fucking feshes I don't know if you've ever been at a fesh but it's not it's not one of the greatest it's not one of mankind's most um you know it's not one of mankind's greatest inventions of fesh. They're a nightmare. They're like hell. Uh, that would be that when I die and if I go to hell, that's what I'm going to be at. You know, I won't be pushing a rock up a fucking mountain for all eternity. I'll be sitting at a fesh, an Irish dancing fesh. It's like an Irish dancing competition for those of you who are lucky enough not to know what it is. And. I've so I've sat through hours of Irish dancing, man. Hours. I hate it. <laughs> oh man. Like I see first of all, as a fucking man, because there's hardly any men there for some reason. You know, the dads don't show up, it's all moms and their daughters. So I've had to go because Kira's dragged me along when we were first going out. And when you're first going out with someone, you can't say no. can't go, nah, I'm not going. You have to go, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. You know what I mean? When you're first going out and you're in, you know, that mad rush of love. You're oh, yeah, I'll go to a fest with you. Eight hours listening to traditional Irish music. Woo. 
Yep, whatever you say, because you're perfect. I'm sure she thought the same about me. But uh, at these fucking festivals, man, for, you know, for when you're a man, you feel fucking weird there because it's all little girls going around in makeup. It's fucking sick. So you're looking at the ceiling the whole time because you don't want to be fucking thought of as some sort of p- pedo, as they say in America. Um, and then, aside from all that, there's a lot of fucking... Um, I don't know why they put the young girls in makeup and fucking uh, big hair, like Jean Benet Ramsey situation going on there you know it's not right and then they all do the dance and Kirby going look at isn't she lovely now her dance isn't her, she's a great dancer isn't she and I'm looking at it going the, yeah alright and then there's another one comes on she goes she's oh, she's, a, she's she's very bad and I'm looking at her and I'm going it's exactly the same it's exactly the same to me no difference whatsoever but one is much better than the other apparently and then they had the music there's the same two fucking guys playing it. One's holding a little concertina and the other guy's got a bar on. And they're playing the same fucking song over and over again. And, you know, they're sitting there at the side of the stage. Two fellas in their 50s wearing jumpers that they bought in 1986. With those little instruments playing the same. And people have tried to tell me, no, 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 that's that was actually a hornpipe. And this is a jig. It's completely different. No, it's the same fucking song all day long. It's true hell. True hell. Let me tell you. You know, I've been there, man. I've fucking been there. If I see another fucking guy, you know what I mean? (laughs) If I see another fucking guy who's been there too, we know each other, you know, we can, we don't have to say anything. We just know each other. Like World War II veterans. We just know each other. We sit and have a drink. Don't have to talk. But we understand each other. We set through fucking fesh after fesh. And Irish dancing too is a life ruiner. I mean, not just Irish dancing, but the fucking actual, like the competitions, professional, like semi-professional, whatever it is. It's insane, the amount of money. Like they're buying dresses for like six grand. Throw those fucking Irish dancing dresses. I mean that's what they're into but. Maybe that's why the dads aren't there. Because they're in tears. Because of all the money that's going out of the house. Into dancing. But that's not the point. The point I was making was. these This girl on TikTok. You know, she's getting really fucking big. And it's been going around. Twitter, people are sharing it, going, oh, I can't remember her name. I'll drop her name in right here. Morgan Elizabeth. People are going, oh, uh, she thinks she's fucking, she's, how can, how dare this girl use the Irish dancing to hit to modern music? It's cultural appropriation. It's cultural appropriation, lads. You can't be dancing Irish, that's our dance. You can't dance that to Jay-Z. He's the most modern rapper I know. You can't dance like that to Jay-Z. It's a hard knock life. And I just want to go fuck you. You know what I mean? Go fuck yourself. Who gives a fuck about any of that? First of all, it's a terrible dance. I'm not, you know what I mean? 
second. Have you ever done the the twist? Have you ever done the sam the fucking samba? Is that a dance? The tango? Have you ever even tried? Have you ever sang? Have you ever sang "Amazing Grace" to yourself? You know what I mean. This is just a young girl trying to fucking dance and show up like most young girls do on TikTok. And just because there's an undercurrent there, I think of of racism, obviously. Because if it was a white American girl dancing to fucking who else is a modern rapper? MC Hammer you'd be going oh isn't she brilliant isn't she look at her lovely blonde hair but anyhow that's uh, I think there's like that undercurrent of Gemma O'Doherty in Irish society <laughs> you know like Gemma O'Doherty man you see that fucking her going to the courts with John Wa- Waters is that his name Whenever I think of him, I think of the cool John Waters. The guy who made the films. Um, but did you see them trying to fucking storm the court? Because we demand Ireland be opened and we it is against our rights to have the quarantine. It's like all right wing sort of, um, you know, nationalist right wing conspiracy groups. They're all pathetic. But the Irish one is even more pathetic. <laughs> you know, they're not scared at any fucker. When you think of right-wing conspiracy groups, you think of cunts like, um, what's that guy in America? You know, the crazy fucker. I think he's kind of gone now. Was he cut? Was he cut? Is he doing, done for some sort of sexual misdemeanor or felony? What's his name? Alex Jones. You know, you think of someone big like that big and he's got like gangs of people who go around him. White boys go around smashing up windows and stuff. But when you see our fuckers, they're like so fucking pathetic. I'll take them all on. But anyway, like the, uh, I scrapped that podcast yesterday because, you know, I was just so down. It was a guy moaning and stuff. So i got to keep on top of my mental health. And it's hard work. That's the problem with it. It is hard work. It's so much easier to just lie down and fucking, you know sink into nothing and that's what I really want to do I really just want to fucking do nothing but um, you know I might start meditating again I used to meditate when I was when I a few years ago when I had a proper breakdown I started meditating Um, and there's a people get turned off by meditating because they think it's uh, you know there's a stereotype like dirty smelly unwashed hippies and um you know fellas like a maharishi you know and all this kind of indian um you know mysticism that you have to sit around and believe in jesus and go um um you know uh it sounds like me in school when i got asked a question by the teacher um, <laughs> um, but, um, it's what, what it was, what meditation was for me was simple. It was, uh, like running or walking or something like that, where 
and you know when you go running it starts off it's hard but then if you keep doing it every day you get better at it and you're fitter and that's all it was to me it was just like doing a fucking uh, exercise for your brain um so like i used to be terrified that i was going to get hit by a car I used to be terrified that if i saw a, pedest- a pedestrian walking towards me a civvy a civilian i would get a certain urge to push him into the front of an oncoming car right and i used to be convinced that i was going to end up killing someone like that that it was going to happen and you know you get this thought going around in your head like they call it like the washing machine because uh even though it's not some of the thoughts aren't clean some of them are dirty so maybe the washing machine analogy isn't that good but they go around and around and you can't get rid of them they just keep like when you have a disorder an anxiety disorder the thoughts in your head are not ordered they're disordered and that's what would happen over and over you go i'm going to kill someone i'm going to kill someone i'm going to kill someone (laughs) you know like you're not going to kill someone but it's like the worst thing you could possibly do is the is is the fear that you have that you're going to do do you know what i mean like um I think I read something that in the 80s, people who had anxiety disorders, when they got signed into psychiatric wards, their biggest f- fear was that they, you know, they were convinced that they had AIDS because at the time in the 80s, you know, if you had AIDS, uh, you were like a social pariah and it was all over the papers and everything, you know what I mean? So the worst thing at that moment and that in that specific point in like culture would be to have AIDS okay so then people were who had anxiety disorders were terrified they had AIDS they were convinced and then in the 90s I think I read that it AIDS kind of went away from the papers and what became the worst thing in the late 90s that you could possibly be that was all over the papers was being a pedophile so people were convinced that they were people with anxiety disorders were convinced that they were going to be a pedophile even though they weren't so my mind was that I was going to kill somebody, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, you get this thought in your head going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, man, I know I'm going to be a murderer. Ah, Jesus. And it would just go around in your head over and over again, right? And what I found, me- just be- meditation was simply you just sit there in silence, okay? And it's hard enough at the start. You sit there and you go, <sighs> concentrate on your fucking breath. And... You would try and forget every thought. Just try and concentrate on your breath. And that's hard. In, out. And eventually you'd do it. You'd be just focused on your breath. But then a thought would come into your head like, better go down now to the shop, get myself uh, you know, a box of sausages and a bag of carrots and make a you know sausage carrot pie. And, and then you go, oh shit, I'm thinking about stuff. And you go back to your breath. <sighs> And leave, forget about the sausages and the carrots. You know what I mean? So that's all it was. And you just do that enough so that the next time, you know, you train yourself to be able to forget the thought and go back to your breath. So then the next time that you got that fucking cycle going around in your head, like, oh, I've AIDS. You know, I've AIDS, I've AIDS, I've AIDS. Oh God, I definitely have AIDS. I definitely have AIDS. You can go, oh shit. I'm just thinking that's no, right? And you can just concentrate on your breath for a few seconds and forget about it. That's all it is to me. You know, it's just like training a muscle. And uh, so I recommend it to you if you um, if you are suffering from thoughts like that. I, re- I do recommend it. It is a pain in the hole, though. It's hard. And you have to do it every day. It's like, like I said, it's like running. So that's why when I started feeling a bit better, I uh, stopped doing it. 
I stopped doing it because I was like, ah, I'm better. So I got lazy, you know what I mean? I got lazy. I got lazy, I got just hanging around. Got lazy, got said like, fuck that. I'm better. But I should, probably should have kept it up because now if I... if I, And, you know, I don't, I don't really have those thoughts like that, but it kind of does focus you a bit. It kind of helps you focus on things better and all that stuff. That, you know, there's other benefits too, but um, it's going to be hard to get back into it again. I know it is going to be probably when you give up smoking and if you go back on it the next time is harder to give up again that's what I think meditation is going to be like it's going to be hard for me to get back into into the fucking routine but uh, I think I might do it go to bed early go to bed at 11 at the latest read a book instead of staying up till fucking 2 watching videos of Paul McCartney given out to paparazzi um so yeah i uh and i have to get back into writing again just writing every day writing nonsense even just writing anything because uh i've slipped on that you know because you don't have i find that you don't have to i find it hard to write when you're you don't have to perform you know what i mean it's like what's the point but i'm inherently lazy i'm a lazy man lazy as fuck um, you know, I bought a light bulb for the the light in the bedroom about two months ago, and it's still not put in. I made a sandwich the other day, and there was no clean plate, so I made it on the back of a bowl. That's how fucking lazy I am. But I'll get there. Another stupid cause of or thing that I used to do when I was anxious was uh, when I was like mentally anxious like debilitatingly uh, insane anxious you know what I mean like like not just ang- not just nervous like like um, um, when I was uh, you know when it affected my life in profound ways that you can't even imagine was uh, first off for years I was afraid to wash myself properly you know what I mean because uh you know, for, I was used to smoke weed, so I used to um, not be particularly fond of washing myself anyway when I was a teenager. And then it got to the point where I was like, "Oh God, people are not might notice that I that I haven't had a shower since Tuesday," and that morphed into a kind of thing like where I'd go, or if I go for a shower now, they're going to know that I showered. You know what I mean? It kind of got twisted in my head. So I was going, they'll, everyone will know that I showered. And I got too afraid to go in for a shower because people would be th- going, oh, you had a shower, did you, Shane? That's what I, or they'd be thinking, oh, Shane had a shower. That's what I thought they'd be thinking. You know, it doesn't really make sense. It's completely illogical. It's stupid. But that's what I used to think. I mean, I'd be afraid. I'd be like, I better go wash myself. And I'd be, my hands would be stuck onto the chair like, like, uh, a, an eagle clicking a bald eagle clinging onto a electric wire that touched the ground and he got electrocuted you know I'd be just too afraid to to do it and then that morphed a couple about a year two years later that morphed the completely opposite way where I started showering you know six times a day well, maybe not six, five, five times a day. 
which was also insane. Get up in the morning, shower. Come home from work, shower. Go down to my friend's, shower. Come back home before bed, shower. To ensure that I was spotless every day. It got insane. You know what I mean? I was so clean. So fucking clean. You could eat chocolate from my my arsehole and it would I was so clean it wouldn't even be dirty. It wouldn't even be considered dirty. That's how clean I was. But I was too clean. I was mentally dirt mentally unclean, physically clean. But now I've got it all sorted out, I'm antidepressant, so my showering is um you know it's uh it depends on if I have to leave the house. <laughs> I healthy a healthy amount of showering. But anyway. Now before my final piece, I'd just like to say thanks for listening. Thanks for the um feedback. If you have any feedback, let me know. You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Constructive criticism criticism. Let me know. I'll, you know, take it on board because I just want to for us all to enjoy what we're doing. If you enjoy listening, I enjoy making. Um, and you can get in touch via email, Shane's brilliant email at Gmail. And thanks for all your emails and stuff. And you can get in touch via uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Brilliant Shane. And there's a Patreon too, which is Patreon forward slash Shane's Brilliant Podcast. So you can get on there, subscribe. It's, uh, I do a radio show now where I I play music and talk about it and you know every weekend or every second weekend and I have weekend podcasts that I talk as well extra pods extra fucking content so you can get involved with that if you want to support uh, I was eating my dinner the other day right I was eating chicken hot no I was eating breaded chicken wings chips beans and coleslaw classic comfort food and I noticed that when I mixed my beans with the coleslaw you know when they naturally mixed on the plate that it tasted quite um, quite nice so I thought hmm wouldn't it be nice if you just got a bowl of beans baked beans warmed up obviously and mixed it with a bowl of or a lot of coleslaw just mix it all up in a big bowl wouldn't that be nice and so I thought hmm and I asked I asked Twitter in a poll I said baked beans and coleslaw mixed up in a big bowl Yes or no. And I'll just find it now. So there were 692 votes. Baked beans and coleslaw mixed up together in a bowl. Yes or no. 692 votes. 83.2% of which said no. Ma- massive landslide. And I still think that's close-minded. You know? Baked beans. Beans and coleslaw. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go to the kitchen. I'm going to make beans and coleslaw. 
live on air and I'm going to taste test and we're going to see what it's like. I'm going to show you what it's like to be a man, not a fucking pussy who won't even put coleslaw on their beans. Okay, so let's go. All right, so I just realized that I don't have any um, beans or fucking coleslaw. So I have to walk down to the... I'm on my phone and I'm walking down to the, the Tesco around the corner of my house to get them to do this. Just to show that, that I am a man, okay? Um, well, look, at there's a guy over there jogging, holding two water bottles, you know? And people wonder why I hate joggers. Two water bottles. Okay, so I'm in the Tesco now and I'm walking past the fucking hobnobs, right? I'm staying away from them. I'm getting the coleslaw, Tesco finest, only the best. So I got the beans, bachelors, and I stayed away from the, the hobnobs. Okay, so I got the beans, I got the fucking coleslaw, heading back home. All right, and I did, I did get two Fredo bars. Come on, come on, man. Give me a fucking break. I'm trying. I'm trying. God, I'm trying. Okay, so I'm back home now. I'm going to put in the I'm going to put the beans into the microwave in a bowl, okay? Here the baked beans are being opened. Whew. Get rid of that bean juice. Bean water. What's the point in it? I don't understand. Nobody likes it. Okay, and I must say, what a thrilling finale to this podcast. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't get this and You don't get this in uh, Joe Rogan, do you? You never see Joe Rogan making a fucking beans and cold slow bowl. Okay, here goes the beans into the microwave. Two minutes. There they are. The beans are gone into the microwave. And I'm standing here now in my kitchen. I suppose I'll use this time to tell you about something that happened the other night. I was told Kira I'd go for a walk. She said, hey, would you pick me up an iceburger? You know, icebergers, they're lovely. And uh, I said, yeah, of course, no problem. So on the way back from my walk, went into the shop, went to the fridge, got an iceburger. Only one. I said, nah, I am not going to fucking eat an iceburger. Because, you know, I want to eat, start eating healthier. So, came back home, came in with the iceberg, ready to give to Kira. But she was asleep on the couch. So, I sat there for a few minutes. I tried to wake her very gently. Kira, Kira, wake up. Wake up. And she didn't wake up, she was wrecked. So, I sat there and um, I ate the iceberg. Ate it. Ate it all up. Shoved it down my throat couldn't help it i'm a weak man i'm weak and kira woke up she said hey i'm sorry i fell asleep where's my ice cream i said uh <laughs> i said um you know i could have lied and said oh i forgot but i told her the truth i ate the ice cream i'm 34 34 year old man she looked at me like i like I was a five-year-old with pity, disgust, and probably remorse for being in a relationship with me for so long. Remorse for the life 
you know, the life she could have had. Okay, now I'm going to open the coleslaw and put it in. I am now mixing up the beans and the coleslaw. I'm now going to eat. Is that what we call it? Beans and coleslaw a la Shane. Okay, here we go. I'll take a picture of it too. Just for proof. Okay. Here we go, first taste. No, 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 that's not right. That's not right. No. No. All right, that's going in the bin. All right, okay. Okay. All right, lesson learned. Oh. Oh.